0: Welcome to Light the Way. I'm Aaron. I'm Melissa. Hi, Melissa.
1: Hi, Aaron. A <laughs> aaron.
0: A aaron. It's a hilarious <sighs> skit. So good. Those dudes are funny. It's weird to say your name.
1: Yeah, I don't really say your name either. You know? I I was saying it was it earlier today on, on my Instagram stories, and like I hit the captions and it like gave you a you know an E R I N I was like whoa that looks weird <laughs> and it's like i i'm okay saying your name like when i'm talking to other people but i i don't say your name to you
0: but weren't you talking to other people on your instagram yeah and that, you weren't, I no hope you but weren't i'm saying that's fine
1: yeah like that's not weird to me to be like aaron and you know the boys or whatever but to say hey aaron come here it's like what well, I'm sorry, did we just meet? What is your name, sir? It's
0: (laughs) it's such a funny thing, right? Being that we're married, I have a lot of names for you and one of them's not your name. (laughs) You know, like I never use it. No. And I have so many names for you. Yeah. And that's like all I think all couples do that. Like that's a a thing that naturally at least couples that like each other. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I was just gonna say
0: this. (laughs) I'm sure couples that don't like each other have a lot of names for each other other too. All kinds of names for you in different
1: contexts. If I just have to get your attention really quick, it's usually like, "Babe." Yeah, that flatlined, babe. Just yeah, babe. But like, babe. I I don't really like ever. I don't know. Unless it's like a, unless it's like an emergency or something. And Like you know, I think I've like yelled your name before because like one of the kids got hurt or or something. I'm trying to like grab your attention more than like, yeah, hey, babe, I need I need to be annoying, so come here. <laughs>
0: You know. Most of the time you're trying to get my attention (laughs) just to be annoying.
1: Just
0: Just to annoy me in the middle of something. Yeah. Demand my attention. I only use your name when something's going wrong or you've pissed me off.
1: I mean so that's good because you don't really use it then. Look at that.
0: Sometimes once a week. No. Yeah. No. I love quirks like that. Not I guess quirk's not the right term, but really just studying all these um nuances that exist in the world because there's just there's just an infinite amount of them yeah the way that people give each other pet names when they're in serious relationships or marriages is a weird nuance and at the same way we've done the same thing with our kids
1: yeah like i when i'm mad at jack i call him jack otherwise i'm like jack jack I, why, like, why do I have to double say his name?
0: Yeah, and he had other names too. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he was younger. Silly names. Silly names and stuff. And the same thing with
1: Maverick. Yeah. He likes Maverick, though.
0: Well, he's fucking Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because undeni- I'm- At five years old, that kid knows he's fucking Maverick.
1: Yeah. Well, because I, like, I'll write his name sometimes and I'll just write Mav. And he's like, Mommy, that's not my whole name like all right bro I was trying to help you out and shorten your name but okay Nah.
0: when it's as good as Maverick that's <laughs> I thought
1: he loves it it's funny
0: yeah it's a good it's a good name i mean of course we think it's a good name we named our kid that
1: hopefully yeah but
0: he he likes it he's very attached to it yeah again another weird thing that people tend to follow what their name is
1: yeah I don't know. I feel like my name is not, I don't know. It's not, like I don't follow anything. Like what is a Melissa? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not like a. All right,
0: let's look this up. We'll just do this right right now. What's the meaning of Melissa?
1: Oh, you don't know what it is?
0: I, I I do. I'm sorry. Okay, why don't you share?
1: No, go ahead. Because I don't no. know. No, no, no. no. I think what, I know what listen, it is. I think I know what it's while about. While I'm
0: Googling it, you tell me.
1: I think it's something about a bee. I think that's, it's like... um,
0: Honeybee, right?
1: Honeybee, I think so. You
0: named your little craft company Honeybee Creations, right?
1: Yeah, well, I did it. Honeybee.
0: Melissa derives from the Greek word Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) So original. (laughs) But there's there's a little...
1: Oh, there's like a little thingy over the thingy?
0: Over the... (laughs) That's not usually, that's when you got to go to the doctor Yeah, and there's no, a thingy okay. over the thingy. Wow. Um, there's a little line. I above, wish you guys could see what he's doing a. with his finger My right now. like moving, it's twitching <laughs> around. A little line over the M. So I don't know how you say that in a Greek way. Do you? I,
1: I don't do Greek now.
0: You do accents all the time. I do, though. but not Greek. You want to try? No. Okay. You sure, theater girl? <laughs> I'm sure. Meaning B, which was taken from the word mealy, meaning honey.
1: See? I was right
0: Mel,issa means honeybee, yeah, so you su- you're sweet and you sting and kill people
1: I mean i don't i I've never killed anyone,
0: or you're sweet, and then you sting people, which hurts them, but kills yourself,
1: <sighs> maybe
0: I mean, it's a pretty good way to think about hurting other people, right It's ultimately hurt yourself the worst,
1: yeah, that's true,
0: or sweet with a uh with a bite. Yeah, with a sting. Yep.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I I like the sweet part. <laughs> I try not to be mean. Try not to. No.
0: We all have those streaks in life. They all come out. Yeah, I think names people fall into those names. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference between a guy that is named Michael but goes by Mike or a guy named Michael that goes by Michael. Yeah, I guess so. Like everything in the world, there's no coincidences. So there's a lot behind little things like that. Yeah. like you can infer a lot about a person's marriage by the names he calls his spouse.
1: Yeah, I would think so.
0: So all those are, so let me let me attempt to tie into the topic today. Uh,
1: I was going to wonder, I was wondering how you can do that because I was thinking about uh,
0: I love pulling a smooth transition. So all those are basically forms of symbolism that right. communicate subconscious messages throughout yeah. the world, whether we know them or not. And the world is filled with these. There's some subconscious symbolism in almost everything. Yeah. And you've been staring at it your whole life, like how often do you stare at the backside of a $1 bill? There's a lot of symbolism there. There's a lot of symbolism in everything from the Pledge of Allegiance to, I don't know, a million other things. Mm -hmm. But every little thing has symbolism and it has a purpose for existing the way that it does. Which brings us to our topic of dreams. Mm. So everybody dreams. Yes. Everybody has dreams. We're talking about the things that you experience while you're sleeping. And sometimes they're nightmares. They're bad dreams. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're good dreams.
1: And sometimes you don't remember. A lot of people don't remember their dreams, which is crazy to me. Because my dreams are so vivid. But, I, but it's hard because sometimes I don't remember them. Like I remember them for a split second. And then if I think about something else or or something, like it goes away.
0: I remember more dreams now mm. than I ever have at any point in my life. And there's a point for a long time where I wouldn't have said that I dreamed at all. Yeah. So I think everybody does it, but whether you're conscious of it, enough.
1: You yeah. Know? Well, yeah, and and I think like you, I don't know, you know, the... Um what am I trying to say?
0: I have oh. no idea. I don't know. The, the
1: more open you are and the more, you know, the better you treat yourself, right? So like all of it, um, your your consciousness, your mind, your body, all of it, like the better you are to yourself and the more open you are to receiving and that's where your dreams come through, I think more, you know?
0: Receiving what? When you say that, what do you mean receiving?
1: Well, I mean receiving messages from from the universe, from your soul, from spirit, from...
0: Your intuition.
1: Yeah, all of it, you know. Yeah,
0: because a couple episodes ago we had that ultimate guide to intuition. All that's the same in my book, like...
1: Yeah, it's all messages, and it's just it, it, given to you in different forms and different ways, and...
0: So the more... There's a, there's a direct correlation mm-hmm. with almost everybody I've talked to about dreams, that dreams a lot, with once you start down a path of spiritual growth, mm-hmm. you start to dream. And the further you go down that path, the more that you dream or the more that you remember your dreams
1: mm-hmm.
0: or that you're, you can become lucid while dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. I've only had lucid dreams a few times where yeah. I'm like consciously staring the dream. Yeah. Have you?
1: I've done it, yeah, it's crazy. I I want like I've wanted to try to practice that and to get better at lucid dreaming, but it's like a it's like a weird thing to try to practice and like a hard thing to try to practice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it certainly It certainly is. I don't know anything about that or how to go about that. But I would imagine, I mean, you. you
1: I mean, it's similar to meditation in a way. Right. You know, it's just a deeper.
0: And when you meditate, you lucid dream.
1: Essentially, yeah.
0: Like, I don't, when I meditate, I just, I'm in my own head. And I I will get messages from my intuition or, or thoughts or ideas and stuff. And I will, my meditations are mostly a cage match With my own, the voice in my head and my ego, getting that to stop. Whereas when you meditate,
1: yeah, I just I don't steer it though, really. Like I, I'll set an intention um, before my meditation, like this is what I want to focus on, or you know, if I have a question or whatever it may be, um, and I'll set the intention. But that is really all I get to do as far as like guiding it and just, you know, my guides and my angels kind of take over and they bring me where I need to go and show me what I need to see.
0: And you see it in full. Yeah. Full color. Yeah. Glory. Yeah. Like a movie.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, for the most part, they usually bring me to the same place, which is, I think like my safe place or something. Um, it's like this beautiful meadow with this crazy, like bridge and tree and water. It's, it's beautiful. Um, but they bring me usually to that place. Like when there's a message for me and when they have like somebody that wants to come through to see me or when they're trying to tell me something, they bring me to that place. So I know like when I travel and, um, because when I meditate, I go up, you know, I see my body, my soul, whatever, go up like a white beam of light. And um, it's almost like a cloud, like I'm in the clouds. And then when I get to the top of the clouds, like I end up in that space. And when I know, and when I land in that space, I'm like, oh, okay, we I have a message, like we got something going on. <laughs> so.
0: Do you think you leave your body?
1: I watch my soul leave my body. I, I know and I'm physically, I can feel myself like sitting, meditating, but I watch my soul, like myself, like as a third person travel. And like when I- Are you
0: watching from your s- physical body sitting? Yes. Or are you watching so it's from- almost like
1: a movie. It's almost like like where okay, I'm, so you
0: are like behind your soul walking around this meadow or wherever you I, go.
1: I I'm watching my soul as like a character in a movie, but like I'm experiencing it at the same time.
0: So you you see this all with your eyes closed?
1: Yeah, with my third eye.
0: And are you like locked in? Is this like this feeling that you're locked into it? Yeah. Like you can't like open your eyes and then close them again and go back in. You really kind of just take No,
1: it. I can. I mean, I can. It breaks it for a minute and then I have to like send her back up and I can go back into it, but and sometimes I'll have to do that if I'm like in the middle of something and they're maybe it's taking a long time for them to to bring me where I need to go or to show me what I need to see and so like you I'm still battling my ego I'm still trying to not let other thoughts in you know it's like watching a movie and having somebody whisper in your ear next to you like what's going to happen next yeah um so sometimes like a thought will creep in and it'll kind of like make it fuzzy or like blurry and then I need to like regain my my focus and I'm kind of like all right what do you guys need to tell me because I'm gonna (laughs) I'm getting bored
0: (laughs) so it sounds I mean it's very different than a dream but similar to a dream very much like a dream Yeah. yeah and you when you go there and you get messages and stuff it's never it's never a clear message is it no so it's some form of symbolism right I think that our souls communicate to us in symbols.
1: Yeah, I do.
0: And, and where I said everything in this world has symbolism, like subconscious symbolism, mm-hmm. it's like there's a hidden language behind the veil of everything in the world. Where you start to piece together symbolism, stuff matters. Mm-hmm. And that's what dreams are. Dreams are a communication a message or a discussion i feel like dreams are sometimes in the form of symbolism
1: it's guidance yeah i think i think dreams um go between validation and guidance i think sometimes our dreams are the symbols that we're receiving in them are just validation that you're on the right path, that you're doing the right things, that your, you know, thoughts or, um, whatever you're doing is, is divinely guided and you're on the right path. And I think there's a lot of validation. And then sometimes it's just like guidance and you just, you might be stuck and then you have this dream and all these symbols in it equate to an answer (laughs) in a way, you know, and just like a, a guide of, Okay, maybe I should do this or maybe I should do that or maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you know. So The key
0: is learning to interpret those.
1: Right. Which we've gotten pretty good at.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really good at interpreting you're good. dreams. So, if you're listening to this and you have a crazy dream and you would mm-hmm. like a dream interpretation, like DM me. Yeah. Because I will do it for you. It's fun. It is fun. It's, it's been very therapeutic for me. I think analyzing my dreams has been a way, definitely one of the paths for spiritual growth, one of the enablers. You know, I had, I don't remember when I started doing it, when I started dreaming. The first time I talked about dreams um, was with, My friend Rachel, Mm -hmm. this woman I worked with who ended up telling me, or I ended up learning after we worked together for a long time, and there was like a certain level of comfort that she could share this stuff with a a coworker, or I was her boss, really, that she was a shaman. Yeah. She was a dream interpreter. She did things like Akashic Records.
1: Right. We'll talk about that another time, though, what that is. Yeah, that's, I mean,
0: that's, she gave us Akashic record readings, which were fantastic, but that's not something I even understand too much, other than I know that that reading is spot on for my life, and it's spot on for your life. We have enough context to really understand that now. It's
1: just the records of your soul.
0: The records of your soul. Yeah, and so, yeah, there was a past life, she explained for each of us in there, yeah. and it was. it was really an amazing, an amazing thing, but she she started to ask me about my dreams Mm -hmm. and I'd tell her about them and then she would interpret them and then she taught me how to do that, which isn't, it's not some kind of crazy thing. No, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Literally go and, you know, find your favorite dream symbol website and start to search that around, but you have to, you have to understand that all of, all of it are symbols. Yeah,
1: each little part
0: each little part in the way that people say the details, and then the people that are in there. So there is a symbol, there was a sim- dream I had last night that had chocolate in it.
1: Mm.
0: And I didn't look this up. I've never had chocolate be meaningful in my dream, but I picked up my phone and it was covered in chocolate and I had to go wash it. So I had a cell phone covered in chocolate. Hopefully it doesn't mean anything too crazy because I don't know what it means and I'm telling people I was dreaming about this. Oh, you didn't
1: even look it up?
0: I didn't look it up, no. I didn't look up my dream from last night. And You didn't uh, lick off the chocolate? No, I didn't lick off the chocolate. Was it
1: dark chocolate or milk Uh, chocolate? What
0: what does this mean? It means you're hungry as fuck. It means I want chocolate. It means you've been doing keto for too long if you're dreaming about licking chocolate. Give me that chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) You need some carbs. You need (laughs) some sugar. Um, it's just a fat kid dream. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what it means. But yeah, when we have dreams, we'll get up, I try to take notes. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because this weird thing happens, right? So, all right, let's back up for a little bit so people can really understand. When you start to do this, we would ask to remember our dreams. You got a fuzz on your mic again? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. We would... While going to sleep, like, yeah, lay there, close your eyes, ask to remember your dreams, right? And what starts to happen is you don't necessarily dream that night, you need to just kind of say this for a while, for months on end, maybe. Yeah, and you will remember some dreams in the morning, or you will wake up from a dream in the middle of the night, which is part of the annoying thing. I don't know how many times, yeah, wake up now, and it's like, okay, now I need to just either consciously process this, yeah. So I remember it in the morning or grab my phone and jot, yeah. a, jot a few things down. Like most things, when you write them down, it helps you remember them. So if you write down like a few keywords about the dream, you'll kind of remember the whole thing. Exactly. But dreams are weird in that you can wake up and be thinking about your dream, get out of bed, go brush your teeth. And, and by the time you get back, it's just it. gone completely. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know if it's just because it's, it's stuff from behind the veil and you're too human or your ego kicks it out or I I don't know what it is.
1: It's that whole, like when we talked about last week about like, you know, your intuition is like this little blip and then like your ego takes over. Right. And it's like the same thing. Like your intuition is guidance from your soul and your dreams are the same thing. You know, whether it's from your soul or your angels or whoever is delivering those messages to you, you know, you're either paying attention and you want to get the message or you're not because other things are more important. So it just gets flushed out. So it's important like to keep, you know, if you don't want to have your phone or, or whatever, like keep a notebook and a, and a pencil and literally just blindly write. Like don't, you don't even have to open your eyes or look at the paper and just like blindly write like, you know, yeah, whatever that, words you need. Yeah, that act like
0: kind of moves it from the subconscious to the conscious or something that yeah. just cements it in.
1: And then, I mean, like you said, and then you get up the next morning and you're like, what was that dream? And you look and you see, oh, water and, you know, a basement or something. And you're like, and it just triggers your dream and you remember enough to be able to look it up and see symbolically what that meant
0: the thing i find interesting about dreams is and this is this is like a whole meta discussion is that when you go look at stuff in a dream dictionary or symbolism dictionary things like house hmm. water they i mean everything almost always means the same thing across yeah. the board and it's like do people dream because of one person who wrote the first dream dictionary and i don't know who that was or if it was like a psychologist or, or who or a shaman or who did that first yeah. in the world uh decided that houses always mean yourself and and that Weirdly, put it into the consciousness of the world that we're all connected to, so we dream that same symbolism. Or do we dream that symbolism because that's what's written down, so that we have an ability to get the messages? It's a chicken and the egg idea. Yeah, yeah. Which comes first? And you know, do we create this cognitive dream dictionary reality? Yeah. Together.
1: It's just one of those things that yeah. exists
0: like that. And side note, I mean, this is this is getting deep, and hopefully people understand what I'm saying with that. There's just a lot of things like that in this world that are just unconsciously written in the fabric of society
1: yeah.
0: as accepted, um, accepted meanings, and you can't really trace where those came from or why that is. But... It's a very cool phenomenon when you dream about things and you start to analyze your own dreams. I analyze your dreams.
1: I always yeah,
0: analyze dreams of like other people.
1: I like I like you doing my dreams because I feel like my ego gets in the way and I'm like what does that mean? Does it really mean that? I don't think it means that. It doesn't make sense. I'm not doing that. I you know.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely like Dreams are a niche that I have. Like I'm, I'm good at it, mm. and I can push my own ego aside and and really get to it easier. Whereas there's other things that I prefer that you read for me or interpret. Mm. Like I have a couple of like oracle cards here on the table that you came up instantly came up with a better interpretation than I did. Yeah. Of them, and you're just you're just gifted in that way. So, and I do enjoy interpreting people's dreams, but I've done it enough for enough people where there's just this common symbolism and common meaning, and that's wild to me. Yeah. Like, it's wild. It is. That we would have separate dreams, but they all mean the same thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing that's described, too, for people who take DMT.
1: Yeah, it is, actually. Which
0: is a hallucinogenic drug that naturally occurs in the world. and actually occurs naturally in our pineal gland. And it's different than acid. People who take acid don't report common imagery or common, common events, where people who take DMT, mm-hmm. across many years of differences people who've never met, report the same experiences and the same symbolism and the same people being wherever they go. I've never done that stuff, but wherever they go, yeah. So back to the symbolism of dreams, when you wake up and you jot down a few notes, you can look up what all of those things mean. So when you have a dream, you may realize like you were in a house what did you do in the house? And there may be things that just stick out when you kind of talk about it. And yeah. who are the people that are there? People are interesting because sometimes it is the person themselves. Yep. Right? Like when I dream about you, it's you. Yeah. When I dream about, say, like my best friend Jay, a lot of times I'm, Jay represents a part of me in which we are aligned. Like mm. the characteristics of him that are the same as me or our interests that are the same as me. Yep. So a lot of times the people in dreams are versions of yourself. Right. And it's one of those people doing, and most importantly with dreams, how did you feel with what was going on right. there? Yeah. Dreams feel a certain way.
1: They sure do, yeah.
0: So... I have had dreams that have run the gamut from everything from serving the purpose of healing past trauma. Yeah. To figuring out my life's purpose. Mm-hmm. To sorting out my emotions on something that's happened in my life like that day or that thing I'm going through. Right. Um to Forecasting the future a bit, in a way.
1: Yeah, showing you the path. Yeah, have you had
0: dreams that like? All that, yeah. yeah.
1: All that, I get a lot, I feel like a lot of validating dreams, just validating like what I might be feeling or something I'm doing or want to do. I feel like I get a lot of validation.
0: Yeah, your dreams, when we tend, when I tend to analyze them, typically come back to say, it's okay. Yeah. Whatever you're going through or you're feeling or thinking, right. it's okay. That's what you mean by validation. Yeah. Is you're good. This is good.
1: This is, a, yeah, right. I feel like I get a lot of that.
0: I tend to unpack my own emotions more than anything else.
1: Mm.
0: I don't get... I don't get uh, validations. And I've had a few where I think I've gone to some pretty crazy places. Yeah. Like almost like a trip or almost like, uh, and those were like lucid dreams, like almost like when you meditate what you do and there's a message there. Right. And... There's one I'm thinking about in particular. It's like giving me chills while I'm talking about it. But like I killed this. The lack of a better way to describe it, a demonic thing. I went to some level world and I was taking these things out. Yeah. That was a weird, That's that was a weird, weird. Yeah, That was a weird one. And then stuff like that doesn't happen because I was so freaked out that I don't allow myself to dream that again. That's part of it. Like you were saying in the beginning, to dream that much, you have to be open to it. And when you freak yourself out or you get scared of those messages, you, you subconsciously turn yourself off to them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah,
0: I've never had a dream like that since. It's like, why did I have that one? And it wasn't like a nightmare. It It felt real in a way that things like that can only
1: feel real. Yeah. And it just might, you know, I might be, it freaked you out. And so your soul is like, okay, you're not ready for that yet. <laughs> you yeah. know, you're not ready for those messages yet. Like, let's just back off, you know, because ultimately whatever you think, you know, whether it's your soul or, or, you know, some divine, um, being is like giving you those messages. Um, they they want you to receive them, right? So if if you're receiving something and you're just like whoa, and and you know they they would rather just back off on that. So you're still open to receiving than trying to push through. Yeah, that and, makes a lot of sense. And make you see even more, and then you know. You're like, okay, no thanks. (laughs) Yeah, and that's
0: where dreams feel very deliberate, right? Like we dream all the time. Our Mm -hmm. brains don't shut off like that while we're sleeping. There's stuff that's happening. And you'll go through the night, you wake up and be like, I know I was dreaming, but I don't remember any of it. And then there's the dreams where that was very vivid, very specific, and you just woke up out of your sleep almost as if it's just so you can remember it consciously. Yeah. And then if you were to analyze them, most of the time you realize that it has a ton of context to whatever you're going through in the moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And when you start to do that and piece it together, that's when I started to realize, like holy shit, this is this is like a deliberate communication. Hmm. But unless people analyze their dreams and tied it into what's going on and how they feel, you don't, you don't understand that. You don't get to know that this was deliberate messaging from some part of you or something else right. at this time to help you through or to help work through stuff. Yeah. You have to do that step of analyzing it to really understand
1: that. Right
0: because in a way because it is symbolism it's not in a language that you naturally understand stuff on the surface in dreams even really bad stuff like you you kill somebody or this mm. thing happens you know or uh, the grim reaper comes for you in a dream and you're running <laughs> scared it is not what it means on the surface
1: right that's like, that's what you're saying it's just it's like this like symbolism of something you know it's got these deeper meanings to it
0: and you have to you have to put that together to realize just how crazy the communication is right like like really what a dream is but most people don't get that luxury i mean i got it by accident i or not by accident you know the way we understand life everything's on purpose like rachel was the woman that introduced me to that was very mm. instrumental in kind of opening up my eyes to some spiritual topics that are really just off, Right, were off my radar at that point. Yeah. And then I started down that that road from there.
1: Yeah. You know, I also think that um, the dreams that come through and, and in the way that they come through and, and what's happening in your dream is something that is usually familiar to you. Like you were saying that, uh, you know, a home, a house, you know, is representative of, of you. And I feel like most of the time that house is somebody's, like it's a familiar house to them, whether it's the house they grew up in or a house they used to live in or their current house. And so because you know, when your angels or whoever is connecting to you, they want to show you something that is familiar, that isn't scary in that sense. So, you know, I'm using house as, as an example, or it could just be, you know, the beach because you like the beach, or it could be, you know, dogs in your dream because you like dogs or you know it's i feel like a lot when you break it down a lot of the symbolism and the stuff is is something that you have some kind of connection to because you know it helps you to receive the dream better because you have a connection to it you have some even if it's something you dislike you still have that connection to it. So it's showing you that, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's definitely true. But it also usually goes a little bit deeper than that. So if you're in, you say your childhood home, Mm -hmm. a home is you and it relates to you during that time period as a child. Yeah. And so if the dream is, positive or if it's negative or whatever it is but it's related to either an event that happened there or how you were at that time period some sort of link there it's Mm -hmm. usually a meaningful a meaningful connection more than just the familiar it certainly is easier like you said when those dreams are familiar to allow them to go through and process yeah. them because they're less scary. Like, less scary when you're in the dream, less scary yeah. the, the moment you wake up.
1: Even um, if it's the uncomfortable stuff, you know, or, or the weird or the not so great part of the dream, usually something in that is familiar to you, which yeah. just makes you open to receiving it subconsciously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I've had dreams, like, say, in my childhood home where I was, you know, I knew I was in my childhood home, but it was not my childhood home. And Mm. it was like rooms or doors that were hidden or like additions to the building, like, you know, to the house. It was not straightforward because emotionally those things were there. right? And issues, those things were there. So like you can be in a place that doesn't look like, say your childhood home, But in the dream, you know it's your childhood home. Yeah. That's significant. There was something behind the surface of your childhood home or experiences or that time period of your life that that relates to. Yeah. Do you have any dreams that you like happened a long time ago, but you like vividly remember?
1: Probably. I have a couple. And uh, most of them, like you're saying, are from my childhood home. I feel like there's stuff processing yeah which is just you know goes back to trauma and you know all that stuff that you you experience that you don't yeah you know you don't even realize or recognize
0: yeah i've had a ton of those that were dealing with um healing yeah stuff from there that's the intent It's like when those things were coming up and working through that of healing that um I have also had a bunch of dreams that were future-focused, like I'm trying to find my purpose and stuff. Yeah. um, When I was at my most conflicted, I think about what I wanted to do. I had a really crazy dream about a ship in the middle of the ocean that I infiltrated like a SWAT guy.
1: Your dreams are so different from mine. It's so funny. So
0: different. So this is, uh, I'll tell this story, right? So this is good context. I worked for a long time on my career and I was trying to hit a certain point. Right. And I'm going to say this stuff vague, right? So I leave out the the details of, you know, my work life and career at that point. It was a very intense time, right? I was working really, really hard, Mm -hmm. stressed to the max. Um, to the point where like, you weren't happy with it and stuff, right? It was right. working a lot. And I hit this conversation where a boss pulled me in and was like, you've done phenomenal. Do you want to go a lot higher? And I've been working towards that conversation. I knew to get it past a certain pay grade, a certain management level and all that stuff, you had to have that conversation be put on that path. And I was working towards that. And I go and I have this conversation and I felt like shit. Here's the conversation I work for. I should have been so excited and pumped. And I walked out of that room in this one-on-one conversation and I felt hollow and empty. Mm -hmm. And I was completely confused by that because I was not expecting that. And a few days later, I have this dream where I basically... Like helicopter jump off the helicopter <laughs> and land on this ship, and I go through taking out the guys and the guards and stuff and I get up to like the helm of the ship and there's a small safe there, and I crack open this safe and like the movie, <laughs> the door opens and this golden light <laughs> like emits out mm. And there was this feeling of like, I found it. I didn't see what was in that safe. It was just the golden light. And that's where the dream ended. Like I woke up. Yeah. And at the time, uh, our friend Rachel, I explained this to her. And she explained to me that that meant like I really tapped into even though I didn't know what I was gonna go do or what I'm meant to do, yeah, I went from I, I hit a key milestone in my development of knowing that the thing I was doing in my corporate job was not gonna be the thing that wasn't right. that wasn't gonna be fulfilling. It wasn't my life's purpose, and I tapped into, even though I I still I couldn't articulate what it was at the time, right. but Some unconscious information of like that was gonna steer me in the right way,
1: yeah. Jumping out of a helicopter is not in your future.
0: (laughs) Why not? (laughs) You're the one that sent me that crazy-ass skydiving clip from some foreign country where you went off the cliff above the clouds. I I don't know if that was Nepal or something like that. I want to do
1: that. I want to skydive into the clouds. That's amazing. Yeah. I will do that before I die. (laughs)
0: It's a goal. So... Dreams, when you, when you can piece them together like that, really can do a lot. I mean, they've done so much for me. Yeah. Especially me because I don't, you too, but you can also meditate and get messages yeah. different ways than I can. I'm not tapped in that way. And so dreams provide a lot of that context. They also, when you get to use it, are a lot like therapy, like working through your current emotions.
1: They are, yeah
0: on a day-to-day basis. So if you're interested in analyzing your dreams, what you should do is when you go and lay your head down at night and close your eyes, is just sit there and go, I'd like to remember my dreams. Yeah. Just say that to yourself. Then if you wake up in the morning or you wake up in the middle of the night from a dream, try and jot down a few keynotes. And then later on, you can go and simply Google dream symbol and put it in, dream symbol home, dream symbol car, dream symbol And really just
1: break it down, like break your dream down into just words. Not, you know, not scenarios that you... You know, woke up and spilled coffee all over yourself, and then your dog was biting your foot. And, like, you know, it's, it's, you can't type in those things. You type in, you know, coffee,
0: coffee, dog, dog, foot,
1: foot. Like,
0: right. and then you associate a spill is a negative. A spill, right. A bite is negative or pain exactly. in your foot is negative. So if the foot means this, pain in that area means that.
1: You know, you really have to, yep. like, break it down. And that's why it's sometimes, you know, just writing down. The simple words of your dream is is end, ends up being what you have to look up yeah. and what the meanings are. You know,
0: so it's much like because it is a language. You know, symbolism is a language that's yeah. far more deeper than languages are, because languages are so shallow in communicating the depths of this world. Mm. But when you write down whatever what we're saying, coffee spill, foot dog then go Google the symbolism and write the meaning of that next to it on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And when you go through this exercise like that, it's like translating. Like if you were to take this word in English and you're trying to translate it to Italian and you go to Google Translate and type it in and then you start to piece it together and you'll get to a sentence, it'll flow out that way. Now, if you don't like what it's saying, if you know if you're just against it you're going to you're going to have a hard time understanding it uh let me correct that you'll still understand it intuitively cuz it is yourself
1: but your ego was definitely. you're going to
0: block yourself from understanding it yeah. you're going to that's the thing where it's like yeah i don't want to hear this message so i'm just going to stop doing this yeah. i'm going to crumple up this piece of paper and throw it away that's
1: why i can like decipher someone else's dream but like Sometimes I have a hard time deciphering mine cuz I look up the meaning and I'm like, mm, "That doesn't make sense." And then like I ask you to do it and you're like, "Yeah, that makes total sense." It <laughs> like, makes total sense. And I'm like, "Oh, okay."
0: And part <laughs> of the trick is is again like allowing your intuition to go through. So if you if you open up your browser and you search for dream symbol the dog, you will read a sentence and and you will have this feeling Something in your will body. Trigger, that yeah. is true. Yeah. And so you just need to accept that and, and move on to the next thing and build it that way and say yeah. it together, like a little bit of a story, the meaning of it. Yeah. And when you say those things and you, it resonates as true, then you know that that's what that dream meant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you do that on a piece of paper, you will know what's true or what isn't. Yeah. And you can deconstruct and understand your own dreams now, if you don't want to do that, I love doing this. So just send me your crazy-ass yeah. dream. I'm really curious.
1: Idea. I want, you know, if you look up your dreams, you have to come tell us because we're curious. Yeah. We love it.
0: It's this massive, if you're not doing it, it's a massive untapped resource into understanding yourself.
1: Yourself, yeah.
0: At a soul level. Yep. It is a path to self-awareness.
1: Yeah. And it's so fun and so cool. And it's like, you know, it's something that everyone can do, right? You know, I mean, the, the meditating and the going places and, and all of that is, is, is harder to accomplish, right? But we all dream. Yeah. You know, so you can absolutely tap into this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's really something monumental. And it's hard to convey that, you know, the depth of it yeah. or how big it is or how important it can be to your own development if you're not doing this. Again, it's something that needs to be, like most of these spiritual topics we talk about, it's something that really needs to be experienced to be understood the depths of it. It's hard to communicate it. Yeah. And...
1: You know, but if you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening to us and, you know, you want to or you are on the spiritual path, this is, it's such a great tool to have. It's such a great resource to use. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's one of the easiest, right? It's like, you know, we talk about listening to your intuition or listening to your, you know, not listening to your ego and to doing all that. And, You know, that's hard. It's hard to distinguish all that. It's hard Mm -hmm. to, but your dreams, I mean, they're there, right right there.
0: In this secret language that we all have access to. Now, one of the things that stops us from doing that is dreams can seem so silly. Right. Or they can be embarrassing or they can be a lot of things that are negative that you may not want to tell other people or may want to just wake up and forget because you (laughs) have strange feelings about it. Stuff in dreams is not real; it's all symbolism. All and, right. and If you don't know that, the fact that you can do some weird stuff in a dream will trip up your ego, and you kind of maybe you know. Let's let's throw that to the side. That's yeah. weird. That's not me. Right. And it's not you. It's not. It's a symbolism of something. Yeah. Um. Because I've certainly had some wonky dreams, you know. Right. And, and but they don't mean the literal thing you think that they mean. No. They are not literal at all. Well, like
1: I said, it's just, they're, they're just trying to get your attention. They're trying to spark something in you to, you know, relate to or to, you know, think is funny. And you want to look that up because, you know, that's so ridiculous. Like, what does that mean?
0: Yeah.
1: At least that's what I, that's what I want to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what I, I love waking up and looking up my own dreams.
1: I get mad now, like when I don't remember dreams. Yeah, you like you I get do. so
0: frustrated more. You're like half asleep. You're like, did you? I dream last night. I don't remember it. You know, you're so angry.
1: I know. First thing in the morning. Because I get lazy and I don't like write them down. And I'll like wake up from something and I'll consciously say it in my head. I'm like, okay, remember. I remember. This was like the other day. I was, I think I was dreaming about like making bread again. <laughs> yeah have some carbs melissa Uh, (laughs) but um yeah and i was like remember the bread remember the bread remember the bread and i like went back to sleep and then i didn't remember the bread until just now isn't that funny
0: what is what is bread i'm looking up chocolate Um, (laughs) so so dream dream symbol chocolate one of my favorite websites is um this website called auntie flow isn't that a, <laughs> isn't that what periods are called or something? It is. is it is that what It really is. I, that's why I always thought it was funny naming, but I never knew why until you just started laughing. <laughs> now I know. Yeah. Um oh, that's and good. and uh so it's flowing and auntie flow, and there's a lot of information about if you just look at chocolate, it's like in your dream you may have seen chocolate, eating chocolate, some seen somebody else eating chocolate. So it gets to be a lot. I mean when you if you start to do this and i really hope that you do you know go easy on yourself and and just ease into it you're learning essentially a new skill on how to interpret mm. a, a language
1: what are you looking for like melted chocolate is it like is there a melted
0: yeah i don't know uh it just says that chocolate in the dream in any form uh you're wishing to relax and indulge in the waking world so
1: can you stop shaking your leg because my microphone is shaking? Oh, okay. Why do men bounce their leg like that? I don't even get it. It's such a weird thing. It
0: says I may need a mini vacation.
1: Oh, okay, let's go.
0: I may need something nice and simple like dinner and a movie with chocolate. So, And, and the chocolate was one part of the whole bigger dream. Again, chocolate was on the cell phone and so it could mean right there that um, I don't know what cell phone means, but let's say that cell phone is a symbolism for something negative. Chocolate means you need a break from, you need a break or vacation. Now, if on the surface level, that means like you need a vacation in life. You ask anybody, do you need a vacation? Everybody needs a vacation yeah. every day of the week. Whatever cell phone means, it could mean since the chocolate was on my phone and I went to wash it off, I need a break from I need that a break specific from the thing. thing that the cell phone means. Yeah. Or it could literally be the phone like to put down the phone and not be on it so much. Like if you were, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. If you're like sucked into that and emotionally tied, you're on your phone checking for updates on Google news about events in the world might be that literal that you need a break from that. Put it down. Yeah. So chocolate on a phone wouldn't seem like anything related to that. But again, that's the secret language right there. Right. Coming through based on, how you are using those things or what bread mean mean.
1: all
0: right so again I'm googling bread symbol dream symbol bread hitting hitting search and Google pulls up some stuff auntie flow is the second one I usually just go to auntie flow it's what I do but you'll develop your own things so uh, bread props up crops up in a dream When we need our basic levels, when we are feeling that our basic levels of shelter and food are at risk. Huh. Spiritually, the more bread you eat, the luckier you will be and the more profit you will gain.
1: Wow. I think I was making it. I think I was like making bread.
0: If you dream of eating bread, you will be rich and powerful. Was it white bread?
1: Yeah, it was like beautiful, like, I don't know, white sourdough, crusty bread. White
0: bread means you will have new and positive friends. uh, Bread is a good sign in a dream that your your life will be good for you. Um, Bread symbolizes the good and sober life.
1: So it's positive, bread is positive. That's bread cool. is
0: positive. Now you were you were making it.
1: I was making it. Right, yeah. so
0: you weren't eating it. You were making I didn't
1: something. I like I didn't see myself making it, but um I knew like it was coming out of the oven like that crusty like yeah. nice bread and like I I was proud that I made it. It's like I made that bread. So that
0: tells me I'm about that, to eat it. Yeah, well, yeah, you can eat it. <laughs> but that tells me that yeah, I would interpret that as um with bread meaning that you will be rich and powerful, which doesn't literally mean always rich and powerful, but abundant, right? Abundant, so yeah. People think rich like oh, I'm going to buy Ferraris, and that's not exactly no. what it means. But just abundant in life, Fulfilled, okay? Like you're yeah. you're taking care of, yeah. Um, and powerful as being not like the political powerful or anything like that, but just powerful in in stepping into your into own, your own power. power, yep, as your fullest self and. So you have the ability to do that, and you're on your way to doing that. So something you're doing in life, you're doing that. Now you didn't see yourself making the bread. No. So you might be confused as to what it takes to do that. Might be confused as to like the steps I was just, to get there.
1: Yeah, I was just reaping the end result of the what. So I that did. tells
0: me like if you're confused now or whatever you're doing now, it's it's a bit of a. Uh, hint at the future that it's gonna come out well
1: yeah yeah
0: and if there was more context to that dream i would add more i don't
1: like i totally couldn't even remember that earlier now i now i remember it like i remember seeing the bread coming out of the oven damn it i want bread now
0: (sighs) what a weird thing too like we we carry that around like you well, forget it in the time it takes us to go brush our teeth, like we were saying earlier. Yeah. But you've carried that thought around with mm-hmm. you. And there's so much behind the veil of the world. But I'm so even... open
1: to it, too, you know? And, like, I want you... to remember, and I, I try to remember. and
0: Yeah. I mean, you're open to it like you could have just been communicated that message right now.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: As a reminder... I wonder sometimes if we remember things or we don't remember it, but we're retold it Yeah. when it pops up in our mind. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, we are.
0: How much of that, because as people, we think we remember it all. Like the things that we think, we know that they happened before. We think that we're remembering them, but I wonder if we are actually remembering them or just being told it again being yeah. communicated again.
1: Yeah, it's like deja vu.
0: Fuck, don't get me started on deja vu. I know, that's
1: <laughs> a whole nother, we can podcast I about still
0: that. don't know what to think about deja vu. I don't have a good... It's the
1: same thing as you just said. It's just a reminder. It's a soul reminder.
0: It's more than that. I've had so many episodes of deja vu in my life. It's very yeah, comical. You and it's. you have it a lot. I have it a lot. It's like a way it's one of the ways that I get communications and I've had it since I was a child. My first distinct memory of deja vu is my parents took us on a vacation to Hershey, Pennsylvania and we were driving through Amish country going along cornfields and there was a particular road sign and i had dreamed that like i knew i had dreamed that when i was just i had my face like in that you know long car ride of a kid like my cheeks planted against the window staring out like mm. you know the stereotypical scene and like up came this stop sign it wasn't a stop sign it was some sort of street sign and i had this overwhelming rush through my body like a tingling sensation yeah That's part of what cemented this memory in was the physical sensation that went with it. And I knew that I had dreamed it beforehand, before seeing it, and I knew it was the exact same thing. It's so weird and vivid. Like I'm getting tingles now talking about it. And I've had that happen so many times that now it's like a weird thing. Like we'll be doing something be like oh, I just had deja vu and we just keep going. You're like,
1: yeah, but you know, and it's usually stuff though, but it's usually like you're doing something or you're um, creating something when those happen. And so I think they're just, they messages from your soul and like your whatever you were experiencing or going to experience or had just experienced anything like that it's telling you you're on the right path like you were supposed to this is like something you've hit a checkpoint you've hit a milestone whatever because you know back back in what, our first episode we talked about you know our soul makes all these contracts it makes all of this stuff before we come here on earth. And so every single thing that we are going through and experiencing is pre-planned because we did that to ourselves. And so now you're just reminding yourself like, I don't know, was that a good trip for you? Was it like a shitty car ride? Or like, was it, you know, what was going on that your soul was like you were supposed to be experiencing it? You know what I mean? Yeah. But- was was the car ride, like, crappy? Were you guys arguing? Was there arguing before? Was there arguing after? Was it just, or was it a really great family vacation? Yeah, I think,
0: I don't I don't remember too much about the vacation. I remember the weird Hershey Kiss streetlights in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I don't remember what we did there. Mm. And I remember, you know, the Amish people in buggies, right? Because that just stuck out, it's so different. Yeah. And I remember this Deja Vu event. But I don't remember anything negative, which right tells me there was nothing negative. And it was actually like a good family trip. I don't know if that's true, but you know, we didn't have a lot of good family trips. Yeah. And so it might have actually been one we did squeak in before things went to shit with my parents. But I don't Yeah, I don't know. So that all that stuff you said, like I agree, it's like, okay, it's a symbol that you're on the right path because that's the path you're supposed to be on. Yeah. But the thing I don't get about deja vu is not that. It's, well, there is there is some amount of fate and there is some amount of choice in this life. And does the frequency of deja vu and that validation mean that I am pushing more in the right direction or the wrong direction, or not necessarily in a positive or negative direction, but would I have the same amount of deja vu if I made different choices in my life? Like if I never married you? Like if I went a different path?
1: No, I think it's validation, I think.
0: Yeah, but if what you're saying, yes, it's validation, but what I'm saying is I don't think that there is one discrete path that I would have gone down in this life, mm. we know that's true because we come here and people don't learn the lessons. And they right. come back right for the same things in the same loops. So is it a is it a sign that I'm doing good or my best at what I'm supposed to do this go around? Is it a sign of um, anything like that, or am I just in touch with whatever it is enough that I get? Deja vu would happen, and regardless of the choices in my life, they would have been happening anyway. Because there's other possible timelines or paths my life could have gone down. Yeah, and it also means how many times did this happen? How many dimensions is it happening? And well, like we so start dive into yeah, physics and, and string theory. So that's and all my sorts other
1: theory. Is so I think, I think it's just guiding you and telling you like you're on the right path. Whatever you're experiencing right now. Is exactly what you're supposed to experience. So I think if you're down the wrong path, I mean, I don't know. You, you, you know, you want to talk to criminals or to people, you know, who are very, um, not on the spiritual path, and ask them how many times they've received déjà vu. I think you would get very small amounts. None. Right. Be- so I think déjà vu is a form of of symbolism a form of validation a form of you're on the right path the other potential option i think is that it's a point where your body and your other body and your other body some and like two timelines cross there's like a weird crossing blip you're, you're doing this kind of this similar, not the same thing, right? Because if you're on a different timeline, which this is, <laughs> this is like a whole nother topic, but I think like if you're in like another timeline, um, you're not doing the same exact thing, but it could be potentially that your soul is experiencing that same type of emotion lesson feeling, whatever, at the same time. And that's giving you like deja vu because your soul is like kind of colliding for a moment because you're in full alignment. Mm. And then it's like deja vu. You know, it's the deja vu for like a second. You get that because your soul like aligned for a moment and then it, you know, you continued on this plane and your other continued on the other plane doing that thing you know what i mean does that make sense yeah it does
0: we need to not talk about that because i don't know Yeah, right. how much yeah, I mean, farther you can do
1: it ge- with dreams but it
0: has nothing to do with dreams but it's i mean we certainly probably piqued people's interest to hit this point where you're talking about two simultaneous or more timelines happening where i'm living out life in multiple ways
1: you absolutely are but we'll talk about that in another podcast.
0: Yeah, let's. You and I haven't talked about that at the dinner table yet, so.
1: Yeah, we have a bit.
0: A bit. I don't know. I don't know what to think about all that. But anyway, I, to wrap up on the déjà vu, I, there's plenty of occurrences where it's like a slight thing, like oh that that was déjà vu. It's not a big deal. And there's other ones where I hit this moment where like I physically feel it in my body, like my body will tingle like crazy. I almost just stop in my tracks. Yeah. And I hit this, like, wall. Because you're colliding. That's something to dream about.
1: All right. (laughs) So, we want you to let us know if you look up your dreams. And we want you to DM us if you're confused, if you don't understand what your dream means.
0: Yeah, we're we're happy to help with that.
1: Yeah, it's fun.
0: Yeah, it's fun for us. It's all in good fun. So, if you have any more questions about that or you want some help, we're more than happy to help you. Yes. In the show notes below is our Instagram accounts. Yep. Feel free to hit those up and then DM us there and yeah. we, we'll chat about it.
1: Or leave us a voice, voice message on, um, what is it? Our website. Our web, the website. Yeah. And, um, Lighttheway.com.
0: Yeah. Lightthewaypodcast.com. Again, yeah. that's down in the show notes and you have the ability to leave a voicemail for us yeah. and answer any questions or give any feedback. If there's any topics you'd like to talk, us to talk about further that we've touched on in the show or questions you have, leave that there. Yes, we can play those voicemails and uh, on the show here and answer those questions for you.
1: Yeah, super exciting. Yeah, I'm excited to hear if people have people look up their dreams. I'm, I'm excited. To.
0: Definitely, definitely come talk to us. Yeah, we're not gonna bite. We like being helpful. Yeah. And the other thing that we ask is if you got value from the show. Or if you know anybody else that would be interesting in what we talked about on this episode, please send them this clip. Yeah, give them a heads share. up. Share it up on social. Share it with your friend. Yeah. Share it with somebody you care about. Um, certainly is a good way to spark discussion between you and that other and person. Light the
1: way for other people.
0: That's right. So until next time, take care.
1: Bye everyone. Sweet dreams.